0: Day, May 2nd, 1997. Austin Powers, International Man of Mystery, hits theaters nationwide. I'm your host, Steven Sklansky, and this is Pod This Day. Alright guys, um, well, I'm back after a long hiatus. I think it's been just over, uh, or just under a year since our last episode. Got kind of busy, got a new job, had some stuff to do. So um, we're now in uh, quarantine. Um, Being May 2nd, I don't quite know if uh, we'll be quite over with it yet. Um, Here in Minnesota, we're locked up until May 4th. Um, So still a couple more days to go, but I decided to start recording some episodes in my downtime. And we're back. It's kind of awesome. Um, As you know, if you guys follow us at all on Facebook, um, beginning of April I started kind of laying the groundwork again, posting some daily uh, fun facts, birthdays, movie releases, stuff like that, just to kind of get the ball rolling before I launched uh, the first episode back here on May 2nd. So on this episode, we're going to discuss Austin Powers. Um, One of my favorite favorite uh, late 90s movies. Um, I remember seeing this pretty much the day that it came out. Uh, Went early to the movie theaters, bought tickets and back in the 90s it really wasn't the get movie tickets in advance type thing. Usually it was like the week of tickets would come out and you could go to the movie theater and pick them up and wait it out and that's what I did. I wanted to be in the very first showing of Austin Powers. Um I loved Mike Myers, still love him, his movies are fantastic, he's gotten a lot better with his roles, um, his, the last movie I saw him in, Bohemian Rhapsody, playing a uh, music executive, which was really funny, just, you know, short scene, um, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen the very end of the movie, but he kind of has his, ah, uh, crap, I can't believe I gave him up moment, which was really funny. Um... So today we're, we'll discuss some fun facts um, and favorite quotes from Austin Powers' International Man of Mystery. We're also going to uh, discuss other notable things that happened on May 2nd throughout uh, history. And we'll also have birthday time on Pod This Day. So for those of you that don't know, um, it would be really weird if you've never heard of Austin Powers at this point. Being that we're almost shy of it turning 30 years old. Um, but Austin Powers uh, is a 60s spy who is cry- uh, cryogenically frozen and released in the 90s. The world is a very different place for Powers. Unfortunately for Austin, everyone is no longer sex-mad. Although he may be in a different decade, his mission is still the same. He has teamed up with Vanessa Kensington to stop evil Dr. Evil, who was also frozen in the past. Dr. Evil stole a nuclear weapon and is demanding a payment. Uh, when he releases it in the nineties, a hundred billion dollars. Um, that's just really funny. <laughs> uh, can Austin Powers stop this madman, or will he uh, get caught up in, with evil, evil's henchmen with names like a lot of vagina and random task? Only time will tell. Um, so, as I mentioned, it features Mike Myers, uh, who played Austin Powers and the counterpart Doctor Evil. Uh, Elizabeth Hurley as Vanessa Kensington, and Seth Green as Scott Evil. Um, amazing cast for what it was in the 90s. All three of these guys, maybe not as much with Mike Myers because he's been around a little bit longer, but they were up-and-coming actors. Seth Green was extremely young in that movie. Um, Elizabeth Hurley, oh, I know, I believe she did, uh, the movie with the Devil movie. Um, where she played the devil. Um, name is slipping my mind right now. Um, but one of my favorite things about the movie is that Mike Myers has the ability to play multiple characters in his movies. Um, he's done it in every single Austin Powers. Um, he did it in uh, the, uh, So I Married an Axe Murder, another fantastic Mike Myers movie, so if you haven't seen that, Hopefully I can get the release date on that movie and do an episode on that, because that is one of my favorite movies, even though it has one of the craziest songs repeated throughout the entire movie. I've never seen a movie where a soundtrack has the same song multiple times. And this being a parody movie, I love those uh, Spy Hard, uh, uh, Airplane just so many different parody movies out there. Um, and this one kind of really stuck because this one was kind of a parody of James Bond. Um, and I love James Bond movies. I have watched all 22 of them. Um, Sean Connery ones are obviously one of my my favorites. Pierce Brosnan's kind of what I grew up with. Uh, Roger Moore's were really good. And just seeing all the different characters... In the first one that they pulled out, um, Random Task was supposed to be Odd Job, where he threw a shoe. Um, The females, uh, a lot of vagina, because who doesn't like a lot of vagina? As the uh, female, the Bond uh, girl, basically. Not really the Bond girl, that's more Vanessa Kensington, but more of the Bond girl villain. Um, And then number two, played by Rob Lowe, well, oh, Rob Lowe, sorry. Rob Lowe was the early, early uh, number two. Um, and then, obviously, Dr. Evil is a parody of a Bond villain and of his self. Um, and he uh, has a nice little cat that he likes to, to likes to stroke. Um, and just some of the quotes in the movie. Um, obviously, Austin Powers has all of his, you know, 60s quotes. Um, and Dr. Evil you know, has his laugh, he has the the finger, the pinky finger, um, lots of different, uh, things I like about Austin Powers that just cracks me up. I know one of the things that was originally added in the movie was the penis balls joke when the ship is flying through the air, uh, when he escapes at at the end. Um, that was something that I know was added just to get a giggle out of the audience. Um, So now I have some fun facts for everyone Uh, for Austin Powers' International Man of Mystery. uh, Burt Baccarat's The Look of Love um, inspired Austin Powers to make this movie. Um, It says that he was driving with his wife um, when this uh, anthem came on the radio, wondering what happened to all the 60s swingers. Myers started cracking jokes, asking his wife, Do I make you horny, baby? Um, which is another one of Austin Powers' quotes. Annoyed, she told him to stop doing the voice and just write the character down. <laughs> Obviously, his wife knows him very well and that he would just make a script just because. Um, then he knocked out the script for Austin Powers' International Man of Mystery in three weeks. and It seems like he just sparks gold just by hearing a song or just by... Um, being around other people. Um, Wayne's World obviously came from Saturday Night Live. Um, Just by doing that skit, he, you know, it's like, all right, you know what? This can be a movie. Let's sit down, hammer out a script, and let's go full-on 90 minutes. Next up, Jim Carrey almost played Dr. Evil. Initially, Myers had no plans to play multiple characters in Austin Powers' movies. He actually approached Jim Carrey about playing Powers' arch-nemesis, Dr. Evil. Carey was interested, but already committed to making Liar Liar. While his take on the million-dollar-obsessed master criminal would have been interesting, Liars ended up creating a classic character. And, God, Jim Carrey is so insane, especially around the Liar Liar time. Um, we had The Mask and uh, Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, where he's just this nutball character. Although Mike Myers played it phenomenally, I would uh, would have loved to seen a Jim Carrey version of Doctor Evil. Question for you: Do you think he'd still be bald? I think so. Just put on a bald cap for Jim Carrey and let him take it out. Uh, Lauren Michaels inspired Doctor Evil. Uh, while he resembled uh, Bond villains Bullfeld and Julius No in appearance. Uh, Myers based Dr. Evil's unique vocal mannerisms and turn of phrases on his SNL boss. Uh, Michaels is said to have uttered the lines, throw me a freaking bone here, people, many times in script meetings. Dana Carvey, uh, has also noted that Dr. Evil is similar to the impression he did of Loring during his and Myers SNL days, something which reportedly caused tension, be- uh, between the Wayne's World duo. Um, so, obviously, a lot of stuff can come from other medias, like SNL. Um, another fun fact, this would have been awesome. This this is probably one of my favorite um, fun facts that I learned about Austin Powers. Colin Quinn almost played Scott Evil. Colin Quinn was my favorite weekend updater. Just loved the way he talked, loved his uh, the way he portrayed the news... Um, but to me, it seemed like Colin Quinn in the nineties, although he was, you know, younger, he just had a more older appearance. And I think based on, you know, Scott evil being a clone, or not, uh, the son of Dr. Evil, I don't think his age would have been that great. You know, I think when, uh, Frau decided to have Scott Evil that the age would have been, you know, in his 20s rather than, you know, someone in their 30s or 40s. Um, the stand-up and former SNL Weekend Update host actually turned down the role of Dr. Evil's bratty offspring. Uh, Quinn admits that he regrets the choice and explains that he was actually more age-appropriate for the character than Seth Green, who should have been much older if the uh, chronology of the movie made a lick of sense. Yes and no, that kind of goes opposed to what I just said, but personally, I think an older Scott Evil would not have worked as well as Seth Green's character did. Uh, The first film had a groovy MTV special. Now, this I never saw. Uh, lost to the mists of time in this bizarre MTV launch party for Austin Powers' International Man of Mystery, done in the style of Rowan and Martin's laugh with guest spots from such 90s standouts as Bill Bellamy, uh, Kurt Lauder, this odd special is both an artifact of its time and a psychedelic recreation of Austin Powers swinging London. I might have to go back and see that. Maybe I'll find it and post it on Facebook for you guys. Uh, Mike Myers had an odd nickname on set. Either due to big egos or just a need to clarify who should sit where, chairs on movie sets often have the director or star's name on them. Not Myers, though. In 1999, Rolling Stone's article revealed that his chair on set of *Austin Powers: The Spy Who Shagged Me* simply said, "Sir Stinky Bottom, Viscount of Stinkvania, in the Bottomic Empire." <laughs> Oh, only Mike Myers would have a chair with that long of a name printed on the back of it. Number th- uh, Next one, test audiences demanded more raunchy jokes. Uh, films usually do reshoots because something isn't working. Thankfully, the exact opposite here happened. The penis rocket scene from Austin Powers was such a uh, big hit with test audiences, the filmmakers decided to fluff it up, adding more juvenile jokes to really... Milk it for all it's worth. And our last fun fact: a famous Michael Caine character inspired Austin's glasses. Myers drew inspiration from Michael Caine's character in the 1965 spy thriller, *The Ipcress File*, for Austin's now iconic glasses. Caine returned the nod by wearing the original glasses when he played Nigel Powers in *The Austin Power* in *Austin Powers: Gold Member*. So it, it's kind of cool that austin powers's wardrobe you know had a basis for something i mean i'm sure these glasses were very 60s and had myers not seen michael kane's movie i'm sure a very similar style of glasses would have been used so if you haven't seen it get out there and watch it really funny movie uh there are quotes in it that you'll be quoting for years to come. Um, someone like me, you saw it back in the 90s. Don't say much anymore, but I'll tell you, through high school, through college, these words were uttered quite a bit. And as his new movies kept coming out, they just kept coming back. Um, so now, let's talk about other things that happened on May 2nd. First up, in 2008, uh, the first film in the Marvel Cinematic Universe was released. Iron Man, directed by Jon Favreau, starring Robert Downey Jr. as Tony Stark. So, that is really awesome. I'm glad another another May 2nd movie such as this came out next year, May 2nd. Be on the lookout. I already added this to my calendar. So, as long as I'm still recording our uh, What Happened on This Day... Be ready. Um, Iron Man will be next. Um, so now we're going to travel back in time a little bit. I found a really uh, funny one. Uh, May 2nd, 1933. A local Inverness newspaper, The Inverness Courier, publishes an account by a local couple who claimed to have seen an enormous animal rolling and plunging on the surface of Loch Ness. So, May 2nd, 1933, was the very first appearance of the Loch Ness Monster. Or, if you don't believe that the Loch Ness Monster really exists. But, according to these people, the Loch Ness Monster exists. Even though there's no proof whatsoever at this point. Lastly, we got 2012, so just a mere eight years ago. The iconic painting by Norwegian artist Edvard Munch, The Scream... Was sold for a record of 120 million at auction, at Sotheby in New York to an unnamed buyer. Ooh, secret! The work was more highly valued than the other three versions, as it is believed to be brighter and contains a poem written by Munch on the frame. So, couple interesting, fun date-related um, stories. So if you guys uh, know of any other fun facts about May 2nd, feel free to uh, comment on them on uh, the Facebook post on for today. All right, lastly, we got birthday time on Pod This Day. Uh, first up, we have The Rock. Dwayne The Rock Johnson turns 47 today. We also have soccer star David Beckham turning 44. Really all I could find for big name B-Days for May 2nd. So, all right, not, uh, that's about all I got for May 2nd, guys. This is, uh, that's all the time we have for Pod This Day. Um, you can find us on our social media, Pod This Day on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram, at Pod This Day. Um, just to kind of put it out there, if you guys would like to guest or have a topic on a certain day you want us, want us to talk about, send us the movie, TV show, video game, etc., with the release date, and I will add it to my calendar. Um, and you can message me on those uh, social media accounts. Um, just make sure you listen to our new, and I still have our old episodes, um, on Apple Podcasts, Google, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you can find your podcasts. Um, so until next time, I'm your host, Stephen Sklansky, and this has been Pod This Day.